Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode two of Is Manifesting Bullshit. We have a great <laughs> guest on today, and her name is Renee. Um, Renee, tell us, tell us all there is to know about you and what you believe manifesting is. Okay, well, thank you for having me here, Cindy. I'm excited to be one of your first guests on this podcast. This is so cool. So my name is Renee Vardinotis, and I am by trade a speech therapist, but went through a transitional period um, a few years ago where I was just trying to discover, um, you know, what my real purpose is. You know, we don't really think about it too much, um, you know, until we hit a little older, I think, for me at least, um, and just discovering like, you know, is this all for me? Is there anything more? Am I missing um, some kind of calling? Because, you know, when you have your life of, you know, going through school, get going to college, if you go to college, you know, getting married, buying a house, having kids and go through all those motions. Sometimes we don't take them the time to sit and think, what do I want in out of this life? Right? Like besides the beautiful family I've created, besides the beautiful home I've created, um, is there more? And um, I discovered that there really is, <laughs> which was so cool. And it goes along with the theme of this podcast is manifestation. Um, yes. You know, I went through that process and and decided that I wanted to make a change. And that's what I did. And the only reason why I was able to do it with such conviction is because I was pouring into myself and learning about um, these concepts of manifestation and, um, you know, aligning yourself with something that's bigger and better than what you could ever imagine um, in this world. And that's what I was learning. And that in turn um, caused me to, to create the mindset method university, which was, is concepts based, um, you know, on what I was learning in my mindset program and, you know, just really brought into beautiful bite-sized pieces for our youth to be able to take advantage of because I wanted them, I want the kids to have this information in their hands way earlier, if possible, than, you know, where I was discovering it. So absolutely. I think that's so cool that you're doing that to help the youth get to this. Cause you're right. Like everybody I speak with who really believes in manifesting are much older. And I guess they, it kind of came clear to them later in life. So I think it's great that you're actually bringing that to the youth because I honestly feel like my own children could be so much further along in their life than I am if they could pick up on manifestation earlier in their life. And so Absolutely. I think it's great that you're doing that. And the reason why I decided to start this podcast is because I, I um, am authoring a book called Is Manifesting Bullshit? And every interview I do and every person that finds out I'm writing this book, the whole question is always, well, is it? <laughs> dying to know. And I know when I first started uh, manifesting, I had the same question. I was like, please, this cannot be real. This is such a joke. And then it turned out that it's really worked for me in a lot of ways. Give us a story or an example of how manifesting it has worked for you in your life. So I think the, the trouble with the word manifestation and manifesting and manifest is that um, just like a lot of other vocabulary that sounds woo-woo in our, you know, in our lives, um, it sounds like it's bullshit because, it does. <laughs> yeah, and it, it really does. And it's unfortunate that that is the view on it because it's actually science. 
So, you know, when you hear people overuse it, it might become one of those buzzwords that people say, oh, well, you know, what is she talking about? She's manifesting this and she's manifesting that. We're manifesting every day. Every yes, we are. day. Absolutely. Yes. The person I had on yesterday, Andrew, who's my husband, him and I have had so many conversations about this in our kitchen and just like on total opposite sides. And he was on and he was talking about how, you know, people say that manifesting means that everything is in your control. And he went on to talk about, you know, car accidents and flat tires and issues with life and, you know, unspeakable tragedies. And if manifesting was real, then none of that stuff would be happening. If it was true, you were truly in control. What would you say to someone Ooh. like that? So I think it's it's I think it's it's really important to understand that um, we don't we don't try to intentionally manifest bad things to happen to us. It's you know who would want that, right? You know, usually when we think about the the word manifestation, we think about like the process of bringing. Um, something into your life, into your reality, right? With intentions and beliefs and and focusing our thoughts. Um, but what we what it is, what it has to do with the with when you think about the negative things that happen, it's not that we've manifested the negative and and uh, like like a few, you know, unfor unfortunate events happen. Um, it's that we are manifesting a situation that we are going to grow from. And whether it be a tragedy or an accident or something that, you know, we might say, oh, woe is me or, or why is this happening to me? You know, the universe is out to get me. That's not the truth. It's, it has a lot to do with the, the law of attraction, which a lot of people, um, you know, are learning about more now, thankfully, because it is a law. It's not an opinion. It is a law, just like gravity is a law. We don't doubt gravity. So why would we doubt the law of attraction? It doesn't make sense. So the more we get to know, and again, I think a lot of the reason why people think that's all woo-woo and fairy dust is because of how people are misusing the terms or misusing um, the, the facts about what law of attraction is and what manifestation is. So- right. yeah. So clearly you are a believer in the law of attraction and obviously manifesting. So whenever you first heard of the term law of attraction or manifestation or all of these woo-woo terms, like you mentioned, um, did you think it was bullshit? No, I didn't. But I was very curious. I didn't write it off as bullshit. So, you know, I think a lot of people who are not open to learning or understanding things or, or just very, you know, settled in their life and don't, you know, they're content and that's totally fine. It, it's just not, not who I am. So I intend and I unintentionally manifested a beautiful life without even trying. So I was doing it unconsciously. Now that I understand, I mean, I, I've had a great life. I mean, yeah, if I've been through horrible things, yes, but um, no one really gets away out of this life unscathed with death, you know, without a death or a, an illness or an accident or a friendship that failed or a relationship that failed. I mean, this is just a part of life. Yes. So when we really understand you know, that we can intentionally bring things into our world, it changes everything because it's not BS. It's actual science and it's how everything in this world was created. So first in your brain, right? You imagine something, this computer we're talking on right now was, was, a, was, an, it was something in someone's mind first before it became actual reality. So 
if we think about, you know, we think in pictures, right? So like my vision is to speak on stages and make impact across the world. Well, guess what's on my vision board? A picture of me standing on a stage, (laughs) you know? Yes, because it's what I want. And once we decide what we want, then we are able to bring them into our lives. It's it's science. It's not woo-woo. And if anyone- One of the other- one of the other things that he had mentioned throughout that conversation was, is that if it was truly a law, then that would mean it would work for everyone and it doesn't work for everyone. And he was saying it doesn't work for everyone. So does that mean those people who are not able to make manifestation work for them are a failure? I was no. like, nobody's trying to say there's a right or wrong way. As far as I know, what do you say to that? Yeah, no, absolutely not. And manifestation, it, it's not an opinion either. I mean, it's, it's a word that represents what we're bringing into our lives based on our frequency. So, you know, staying in a high state of frequency, it's hard to attract people with low frequency. So, you know, those low, those low frequency emotions like fear and doubt and lack and all that, they won't attract to someone who's on the love based emotion side of joy and happiness and, um, you know, hope, faith, So people who think they're not, they aren't manifesting the things that they want. It's probably because they are because of the based on their thoughts. That's a great point. That is something that happened to me. Um, When I first started manifesting, I started just clearly out of desperation. At the time I had escaped a domestic violence situation and I was, um, you know, a single mom all of a sudden and I was working two jobs and I was really just you know, I knew there was more for me out there and I couldn't seem to get to that next level. And so uh, years before that, I had seen on the Oprah Winfrey show, The Secret being mm-hmm. featured. And I thought, what a load of crap. Like, who's going <laughs> to believe that? Well, whenever I got to my point of desperation, I kind of thought back to that and thought, man, maybe I should just give it a try. I mean, I literally would try anything right now to level up in my life. Mm-hmm. So I went ahead and I gave it a try. I wrote out that check to myself. I put the vision board. I did all the manifestations. I had the the gratitude rock. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I had everything. And you know what happened? Not a single good thing. Nothing. Not one thing happened. So I took that rock and I skipped it off into a pond in the middle of nowhere. Good. I ripped up that check. I just said, this is the stupidest thing ever. What a waste of time. Well, the moment that I did that, it's almost like my mind switched to seeing all the negative of everything. So then my life got even worse. So I thought, okay, I'm going to try this again. So then I read the book, Think and Grow Rich. I'm not sure if you've read it, but I read that book and I listened to the audible version of The Secret again and decided to approach my new manifesting journey with positivity and gratitude and not expect that brand new car to just pop into my driveway tomorrow morning. (laughs) And once I did that, that's whenever it started to happen. That's whenever manifestation really started to work in my life. Did you have a similar experience to that? I did. And in fact, thinking grow rich is, you know, the one of the Bibles, right? It's something that if you if you believe in faith and you believe in manifestation and you believe that there's more out there for you. I mean, this book was written almost 100 years ago. And the content in there is a lot of what my programs are based on. Um, including the secret Bob Proctor's in my, men- he's my mentor and he's a, the reason why, um, you know, I enrolled in his program and I, I learned so much from him that it, it shifted my whole paradigm, my whole thought process of what was possible shifted. And um, which is a huge reason why I ended up 
you know, making this huge decision to to resign from a beautiful job that I had that I loved, um, but I was feeling kind of stagnant and not really want to, wanting to pursue, you know, more speech pathology for studying, you know, becoming a professor and all the things that I could do with it. I, I, because this information had profoundly affected me, all the stuff in the secret, I mean, all of, all of that stuff in thinking grow rich that, you know, people would apply it and understand it. People would be happier overall in their lives because, you know, once we open the door to learning more about ourselves and how we function and how our brain works and how our mind works, how our thoughts work, how we, setting goals aligns our behavior to, to reach things that we never thought were possible, it changes the game. And it and it and it's fortunate for me that, you know, when I read Thinking Grow Rich the first time, it wasn't resonating with me. I thought it was boring. But then I read it again and I, I always kind of pick it up on, on, on occasion like Bob used to and just open up a page and nine times out of 10, that page is speaking to me. So yes. it's, yeah. It's, and lots of people have similar stories to that one. Have you found that throughout your time of, of working in this um, journey? Absolutely. I mean, people speak about that, that book and about Napoleon Hill and about Andrew Carnegie and Bob Proctor and Earl Nightingale, they, you know, they speak about them. It's starting to become more, more and more um, understood. And, and the, the goal for, uh, for me is to have this, these folks names be posted everywhere. I mean, they're pioneers in the personal development field. And I agree. Yeah. hundred percent. I agree. Well, so a lot of people will hear this thinking grow rich and the secret and they'll say, okay, I'm going to try manifestation on my personal journey and they mm -hmm. will. And, and maybe it works for them and they absolutely love it, but not everybody's going to go out and, and start a business. You right. actually started a business with this because you believe it so much. It initially started off as the cake movement and now it's moved on to be the mindset method university. Talk to the audience a little bit about what sparked that in you to make you want to go above and beyond with this and not just use it for yourself, but to give it to our youth. So I'm a mom and just like you and, you know, finding out this information when I was in my 40s is outstanding. However, um, and I don't regret not knowing it prior to, but I we have a responsibility to spread this goodness to our kids. It's a responsibility because if you look at the statistics, um, kids are not waking up happy. And it's okay to not wake up happy, but we need tools to really be able to pull out of our toolbox when we're not feeling happy and not let it ruminate, not let any kind of negative feelings, um, you know, fester because what we think about is what we become. So the minute we make the decision that our thoughts are our choice, we can choose what we're thinking. Um, you know, that, that was a, a huge eye opener to me at 41 years old. You know? Absolutely. I think it's just so great that you didn't just keep it to yourself and just go on about your way with it and how you're spreading that message. And, and I, there's a lot of personal development out there for this, but it's all geared towards adults. And so I love that you're taking it to our youth. Yes. I mean, the passion, that is my, that is why I was put on this earth. Now I know this, but I, I was able to make my impact. I do not regret one minute of my life. It's more so what am I going to do? You know, moving forward. How am I going to take this information and help make mindset and empowerment for our kids common and not woo-woo? 
Absolutely. So if there's somebody out there who's maybe listening to this and they're not, they're on the fence about this manifesting, right? <laughs> yeah. Why don't you give them a couple of tips of how maybe they could do a little trial run in their life? Sure. Well, um, I think being, you know, raising our awareness as to how, what we're thinking about all day long, because we have about 60 to 75,000 thoughts per day, 80% are negative. So what we really want to do is be observers of our thoughts because our thoughts are not facts. And I think once we understand that, that the negative will come in, but we can make a choice about what, what thoughts we allow to remain. So, you know, thinking in that way, thinking, you know, using our affirmations. Um, once you say your affirmations, if you don't believe it, it's nothing's going to happen for you. You can't just look in the mirror and say, I am great. I am pretty. If you don't really feel it inside. So, so the, true. Yeah. The feeling is really what's the most important. And that's, that's a constant practice. That's something that is some, you know, I've had, to, I used to listen to my life script, like without any emotion. Well, when, when you have a life script, which is pretty much the life, the script of your, of your life that you want and what you want to bring into your world, it's called a life script. It's very powerful. But if you're listening to like, well, I'm going to be a bazillionaire and I want to own an island in Fiji, you know, but you don't really believe it's possible for you. It's it's almost counterproductive because then you get frustrated. Because That's so true. Running. And then people often give up because they're not getting where they want to go right away. And I always like to use the analogy of a farmer. You know, he goes out, he plants the crops and he doesn't go out there two hours later and be mad because nothing grew and dig up the whole thing and throw it in the dumpster. He doesn't do that because he knows he has to water it and nurture it and work with it and wait. And then over time, slowly but surely, that crop will start to grow. And I think manifestation is the same kind of way. And a lot of people just end up giving up before they can see the fruit of their labor. So one of the big tips I always give people is, and, and it ha happened to me, where if you can just change your thoughts from negative to positive and actually be in a feeling of good as much as possible, then even if nothing else comes, you will certainly have a much better experience on this earth than you would otherwise. Absolutely. You're, what do you you're, think about that? Absolutely. I agree with you. Um, and it's not to say that, you know, life's going to smack us upside the head. I mean, it's not like I wake up and I make a choice every day to be joyful. It's a choice, right? But if something were making me feel uneasy or unhappy or something like that, it's about like using those tools that you've that we've learned throughout all of our learning and personal development and understanding what shifts how we're feeling and what does it what does it mean for you to shift that right like what is it for me it's meditating it's yoga it's speaking to my, the people i love you know that raises me up it's putting on a song that 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 i cannot possibly be angry after listening to right like it's what is your song oh please you i have, have a one? lot of them What's your favorite? I've, all right. So I have a long history with Fergie and my humps. That song, my sister and I have danced to multiple weddings to that song oh. and have taken over the show. So anytime I, I hear that song, I instantly feel amazing because it's just that amazing. Joy. You know, just it's because it's joy. Just, and the dancing, that the ridiculous dancing that goes along with it. Is, oh, I love that. Yeah, it's it's so good. Um, I have a lot. It depends on my mood, right? So a lot of the songs that I listen to are older that of like they bring back memories of like really good times in my life. 
So yeah, and that's so important to be able to, if you're in a bad mindset, to be able to change the channel, you know, just like you do your TV. If you're stuck in a negative mindset and you start swirling and thinking about everything bad and the next thing you know, another thing bad comes, another thing, and you just get stuck in that, just change the channel in your mind by putting on a song, calling a friend, laughing at a, a baby. You know, there's so many things that you can do to kind of switch that mindset. Well, mine is Miley Cyrus, The Climb. Ah, the best. It's pretty bad. It's kind of embarrassing, like borderline, but that song has gotten me through so many hard times and so many good times that I just, I can turn it on and just no matter what my mood is, it elevates it. Yes. And honestly, if you just, if we're feeling down, I know we're almost out of time, but, um, cause I could go on all day with you, um, <laughs> me too. you know, just feeling, you know, there's science behind everything we're talking about. And I think once people realize that if you wake up, you know, not feeling so great, or if your day starts off in a rough way, if we don't try and change it or turn it around in one way, shape or form, more of the things we don't want, we're going to attract. So, you know, you wake up, you stub your toe, that makes you mad, which in turn brings your frequency down, which will then you spill your cup of coffee on your lap. Like it, it will you know, instead of, and then if you don't laugh at that stuff, it's going to keep bringing you down. Whoa, why has this always happened to me? You know, and that's what my, that's what I noticed my son doing. Like if he misses a basketball or whatever, you know, and I'm like, well, well then your attitude after that is, is dictating what the rest of the game is going to be for you. And Absolutely. You know, the, more you, the more you think negative, the more negative you'll see. Like if you go online and you start researching all the reasons why manifesting doesn't work, you're going to find them. If you go yes. online and you start researching all the ways it does work, you're going to find those stories too. So it's a matter of where you put your intention. If you put your intention to that negative thought because you stubbed your toe this morning, more and more negative is going to keep going through your day. And if you put like, oh, so what? I stubbed my toe, but my other toe feels great. Then you're going to have, <laughs> you're going to have a, a better day. So I think that it, it is about changing the channel in your mind to a positive thought and always rolling with the punches. Because as you said, this life is not perfect. Our lives are not perfect. I have my days. I'm sure you have yours too. Yeah. But it's a matter of making that choice every single day. Every day. Every day. Well, it's been such a beautiful conversation with you. I literally could talk to you about this all day. And I really <laughs> appreciate you coming on and sharing your expertise with us in this regard. And I look forward to um, keeping up with you and your story. I know I'm already doing that. I love it so much. Why don't you tell our guests where they can get to know more about you and about the Mindset Method University? Sure. So I am on all socials, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn are like my main areas where I am around, you know, I'm lurking. <laughs> um, we do have a beautiful Facebook group of, of like-minded humans that is a really good place for connection when we're, when we want to help our kids, but might not, may not be able to to figure out the best way to do that. And I, you know, as a mom of a teenager and a, and a preteen, um, I know it just as much as everyone else out there that, you know, being on the same playing ground as your kid and, and understanding each other and that communication is so important. So, you know, my personal development has started and my kids are now following suit, you know, not because I'm making them be because they're seeing, they're seeing that how happy life can be. And, so this is a, a Facebook group. It's Mindset Method University. You can look it up um, and join join us. And, you know, that is a safe space for, you know, our community can chat with each other, can ask questions of each other, can ask questions of me. You know, I'm happy to, to chat with anybody who's listening right now 
um, you contact me on any of the socials and I will hop on a call with you immediately. I mean, it's, it's really where I want this information in the hands of people who need it. So um, basically, at you know, we host a masterclass every Thursday, which you can, uh, people can learn more. That's free as well. Um, and just even booking a discovery call with me. I have a Calendly link I can send. I'm happy to talk to anybody about anything at any time. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on today and sharing all of your expertise and all of the things that you've shared today, whether it be personal or all about your business. You're always a wonderful guest. Really mm -hmm. enjoyed it. And I look forward to talking to you next time. Thank you, Cindy. We'll chat soon. Chat soon. Bye. Bye.